You're with Julian and a review of Promising Young Woman. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I did a piece on how I was disgusted at Kerry Mulligan for her attack on a journalist for saying she wasn't pretty enough for this film. And I stand by what I said, and I'll go through it a bit in the review, but it has nothing to do with my thoughts on the film. Um, basically, I said that um, he hadn't said anything of the sort, nothing that he had said referred to her being pretty. Uh, he said it a year before it was brought up and made an issue and I said that it was being made an issue to promote Carey for the awards season and for an Oscar nomination and this happens with lots of films every year and also the fact that he was a 60 year old gay guy <laughs> so he said himself I'm a 60 year old gay guy that doesn't go around judging the hotness of actresses but anyway I finally seen the actual film itself and what a film it is it's a debut from English actress Emerald Fennell, uh, who starred in quite a lot of stuff, including The Crown, but a lot of films as well. And her very um, timely, if you're in Australia, very, very scarily timely look at rape culture. And if you've been watching the shenanigans of the government here, uh, there's an awful, and also just the entitlement of a lot of these public boys' schools and the way that women are treated in them. This is one of the most timely films there could possibly be. Um, I'm glad I watched this film without actually knowing much about it because it is a really quite uh, intricate setup. The, what actually happens in the plot is quite. It's quite a complex thing and it takes a while for the movie to sort of ferment into what is actually happening. But you join Kerry Mulligan at the start, drunk out of her mind in a nightclub. There's a group of guys opposite her and they're saying about how, oh, she's in danger, you know, shouldn't go out on the town and be like this. Within two seconds, they're trying to pick her up. And one of the guys goes over and he's just like, she can't, she's virtually being sick on herself, she head rolling around and being a nice guy and this is a movie about nice guys he takes her home and tries to have sex with her at which point she flips and is sober as a judge and basically skewers him and my favorite part about Kerry Mulligan is performance in this film are these moments where the guy is mostly offended that she's been pretending to be drunk and she skewers them either by saying nothing or by returning their comments back on them. And it's I, for me, it was the high point of her performance, her bitingly acidic, yet not using any anger or anything, but just turning the way that he was. So you're all upset that I'm not hopelessly inebriated, but you were just trying to have sex with me. And every time these words come out of her mouth, the, the guys shrink more and more because he was raping her because she couldn't consent and now he's appalled that she can consent and now that he knows that he doesn't want to have sex with her this is her nightlife she goes out on the town pretending to be drunk out of her mind so that she can trap these guys and get back to their houses and then reveal that she's stone cold sober when they're halfway into trying to take her knickers off and the reasoning behind this is gradually unspooled, but pretty early on you realise that when she was at med school, uh, one of her her closest friend was raped and was raped when she was drunk, 
by a nice guy and all of this I'm watching on one hand and Christian Porter's in news on the other going oh my god <coughs> not saying that he did anything by the way I'm just saying the story was a little bit close to home for Australians so she does this at night and I, I mean one thing that did cross my mind as well is how dangerous that would be but this isn't a film about classic rapists that attack women violently this is specifically about the nice guys the guy that will try and get a girl as drunk as possible so that she cannot resist and will still think that they've done nothing wrong. This goes through every possible excuse that you could possibly give yourself that you haven't just raped someone and destroys them. Now that's one part of the movie and that's the setup and it's really well done because it sort of occupies the opening act. The rest of the film is when events from the past that relate to her friend being raped and the fact that she, she herself has become this broken person with no relationships who just does this at night and has never had a boyfriend and has a pretty low estimation of men, to be honest. Um, and she lives with her parents who think that she's suffering from mental illness and that she's never got over what happened to her friend at school. She's dropped out of med school. We see a new boy come into her life played by Bo Burnham, and he wonders where she went from med school. And they end up actually having a relationship because he bypasses all of the pitfalls that she is so used to. He actually doesn't. And even when he does overstep the mark, he calls himself out for it. And this obviously impresses her that he actually does understand, he does get it. And they start having a relationship. And then the horror is that he actually knows the guys that did this to her friend and they're still in contact and the perpetrator is getting married. And that is where the rest of the film unspools from. But I won't go any further into it because I didn't know much about it and I was quite surprised looking at the trailer and this Harlequin figure where all that fitted in. And I was, it was quite an interesting ride. She works in a coffee shop. She's never had a decent job. She's, you know, had her relationships are, are virtually no one. She, she admits to having no friends. And she's a difficult person. When, uh, when Bo Burnham orders a, a coffee and makes a little bit of a faux pas and suggests she spit in his coffee to pay him back, she does indeed. She does indeed spit in his coffee, which he drinks. And that's uh, the start of uh, a brief relationship. Uh, well, no, it's actually the strongest relationship in it. Now, this film is so interesting. It is wildly ambitious. It really does go for the jugular and push incredible buttons. And like I said, the best part about it for me, other than the, the way the plot sort of machinations build up into this heightened climax, are these little moments where she skewers men for behaving like they do at one stage she goes to the school principal or the the dean of the college who is a woman and talks her through what happened to her friend and everything she this dean says i've read in newspapers so many times about not wanting to destroy this young man's reputation and life he made a mistake it's his, her word against his and she just inviscerates everything so brilliantly it's a great script now, I was really critical about what Kerry Mulligan did to this journalist as I thought it was the most cynical piece of Oscar promotion I've ever seen. And to talk a little bit about that, I was really surprised watching the film 
I stand by what I said about Kerry Mulligan. The comment he made was a year ago, and it was in a review, and nothing that he said related to her being hot. He said about how he thought Margot Robbie was in, in should have uh, was once intended for the role, and she would have worn sort of like the going out nightclub-y day glow outfit thing better and Kerry Mulligan wore it a little bit like uncomfortable drag now I didn't think that there was it was um the words were bad but they weren't in any way relating to her being hot and as I said before he is a 60 year old gay guy he doesn't wouldn't even cross his mind and to be really really offensive really offensive she is really hot so it's just a bizarre thing to have thought anyway and it was just designed, I think, to promote her. Her performance here is utterly magnificent. But the reason I brought that up again is I was really surprised by his words because Margot Robbie wouldn't have worked in this role. She would have been too confident. I wouldn't have bought her being as broken as Kerry Mulligan is in this role. And it behooves the role that she is uncomfortable in these outfits that she isn't wearing them like Margot Robbie would. Margot Robbie might come off like a bit of a serial killer. She, Carrie Mulligan's character is supposed to be this brittle, broken person who is putting on a wig, designed to do something. It's not like she's comfortable in these outfits. She's never meant to be comfortable. I think if Margot Robbie played the role, it would have ended up being a very different persona and probably too confident across the board in everything. And the other thing that really surprised me is how little a role they play in the film. So I do think his comments were misguided, but not because they were offensive to Kerry Mulligan. I just don't think that Margot Robbie would have suited the role as much as Kerry Mulligan. And the whole dressing up thing is such a fraction of the movie that it doesn't really come into it as much as I thought it would. She's brilliant. I think that Frances McDormand in Nomadland acts better by a millimetre. Her role in that film is the kind of acting that comes from a lifetime of being a brilliant actress. It's all subtlety. I do think that Kerry Mulligan should win Best Actress Oscar because, or will do, because quite often when a film like Nomadland, I think will win Best Director and Best Picture, deservedly so, they will give away the acting, major acting Oscars or the screenplay to the films they're not going to give those major two awards to. And given that Frances McDormand is in an incredibly subtle performance, not a showy one, and has already won two Oscars, I can easily see Kerry Mulligan getting an Oscar for this. I think she de <coughs> delivers a consummate performance here of extraordinary bravery because she helms the entire movie, other than Bo Brumman or Burnham, no one else in it really stood out for me. And I thought some of the others were a bit bland. I thought even um, Laverne Cox is, show, uh, is shoehorned in as the cafe owner. She didn't bring anything to the table for me. Jennifer Coolidge as a mum I thought was really good. Um, but not really any... Alison Brie pops up as well. And uh, she's really, really memorable in the film. But a lot of the guys are kind of inert. They don't really bring anything to the table. But it's Carrie's film from start to finish. There's a lot of really interesting use of music in the soundtrack. Some of it jarringly bad, like I was really annoyed when they started the film with It's Raining Men, a cover, because my all-time worst cover is um, in 
Bridget Jones Diary where they use the uh, Ginger Spices cover of It's Raining Men, itself one of the greatest artefacts in Western culture. And her incredibly anemic version of it is awful. And they launch into this film with a slightly less anemic cover. And I was just like, just use the original. But some of the other uh, uses of music are really actually quite clever and really fit the film well. Um, I thought the screenplay was well paced. Uh, it's well delineated into acts. And um, I was surprised by the way the film panned. Um, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad I didn't know too much about it. I just saw the trailer and I thought I was getting one movie. And although it is a comedy, it's a much more serious comedy than I thought it would be. Its ideas and themes are incredibly strong. Uh, and I think it's a very, very good film with an absolutely brilliant performance. So I do hope wins Best Actra Actress at the Oscars, even though I think Frances McDormand is a tiny bit better. I think this is taking so many chances, so many more chances. And politically, it is uh, an incendiary role and the, by far the best acting that Kerry Mulligan has ever done. And it's an incredible characterization as well. The denouement itself is incredibly risky but, uh, and, and heartbreaking, but at the same time heartwarming because, yeah, I won't spoil that either. But um, they take quite a few risks on the way to getting there. And just the idea of the good guy it is skewered by this movie. So great work from first-time director Emerald Fennell and superb work from Kerry Mulligan, who I think and I do hope wins Best Actress at the Oscars. So eight and a half out of ten for A Promising Young Woman. I would say in the current climate of entitled men and good guys and rape culture, it is one of the most important films to cover that subject and unmissable. Eight and a half out of ten for a promising young woman. I'm featuring the music of The Prodigy.